You're listening to the Side Hustle Gal podcast with your hosts, Danny Fountain and Caitlin Allen. Welcome back to the Side Hustle podcast. Today we have Matilda Sandstrom on. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. We connected via email a while ago, and you actually you actually recently provided backpacks for an event at the Google Chicago office, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> cool. So with that being said, how about you tell us what your side hustle is, a little bit about what you do, and whether it's a side hustle or full-time now. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Matilda, and I am the co-founder of Adventurous Backpack Company, together with my husband, Kelly. And so we uh, design and make uh, backpacks for travel, hiking, uh, everyday life. And for every backpack sold, we provide 25 meals to families in need across the U.S. Wow, that's amazing. That's so cool. That's, and so I also need to point out that she has done some really cool stuff. She is included in Success Magazine's 30 Under 30 for this year. And she's been featured in Forbes. Travel Channel, Women's Day, Bustle, ABC, Disney, and so much more. And you're only 24. (laughs) I know you're full-time now, but talk to us a little bit about kicking things off with it being a side hustle, how you got such great PR coverage, and when you made the call to take it full-time. Yeah, so uh, we started about a year and a half ago. Uh, and at that point, we were really... Hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> you started a year and a half ago. Yeah. <laughs> You're already full-time. You already have amazing PR coverage like this. This is incredible. Okay, I'll shut up now. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Um, yeah, so we started a, about a year and a half ago, uh, September of 2017. And at that point, we were really... Both Kelly and I were kind of in between jobs. so. Uh, we th- saw it as a great opportunity to just start something. So um, we launched a company and at around the same time, I started working uh, as a nanny. Um, and so that was kind of like my main thing. And then the backpack business was my side hustle. And uh, well, side hustle, but still being like basically 24-7, <laughs> which is how... I think it's for most people <laughs> that I was side hustle. Um, so yeah, and then uh, we were kind of um, trying to grow organically, um, and eventually it got to a point where it kind of makes made sense to start uh, transitioning into doing it full time uh, for both of us. Kelly first, and then me eventually, and yeah. So that's kind of where we're at right now. That's amazing. So what is the source of inspiration behind this company and behind all of the giving back that you're doing with it? So the giving back part uh, really came to us when we were traveling ourselves. So uh, before launching the company, we went on this big backpacking trip around the world. We went to South America and Europe uh, primarily. And during our travels, we realized that there's so many people just around the world in all cities uh, that we went to that are just like in need of help. And we just felt that we're getting so much from traveling. We get to spend time in these people's cities and we just wanted to, you know, 
do whatever we could in the moment to give back. And so we would walk into grocery stores and buy uh, fruits and breads and water and kind of just make little meal packs and then just hand them out because we were exploring anyway. So might as well just hand out meals while we were walking around. So we did that. And then uh, we really felt like we wanted to keep doing something once we got back to the U.S. And so I'm from Sweden (laughs) and uh, I've been in the U.S. for five years now. But uh, we visit my family a lot and go to Sweden. And so we were kind of inspired by the Scandinavian minimalist design, uh, especially Kelly from having never seen it before to, you know, like being super emerged in it. So uh, we really were inspired by that. And we figured that, you know, in Sweden, you wear like a backpack isn't just like this technical thing to carry your things in it like it should look good <laughs> and it should you know fill its function but also yeah be good looking you should be able to take it to the bars so uh we just wanted to make something with that scandinavian minimalist design and once we realized that we could combine the giving meals from backpacks like we did on our trip with this like design idea that we have had um that kind of just clicked and we were like let's go for it (laughs) so i have a question i I mean i have a marketing background i have to ask this question i am also a backpack user i don't carry a purse um the backpack space is so crowded and the like on the road full-time backpack space is so crowded. I feel like I see a Kickstarter every week for a new backpack that's going to solve some nomad person's problem. How are you and Kelly and this company standing out in such a crowded space? So I think we were kind of blessed with not knowing that <laughs> when we started. We were kind of like, we were, we were really looking for a backpack for ourselves. And the problem we had was that we couldn't find something that looked good, was high quality and under a hundred dollars. We just couldn't find it. Uh, so we just set out to make, like, we're like, it's fabric and zippers. It shouldn't be so expensive. So we set out to make something for what we were looking for. And we figured other people must have the same like problem if we're having it. So we really just like went off of our gut feeling and yeah made something and a main point is that we're giving back as part of it because we wouldn't feel good about creating a company and contributing to you know like the you know community uh, without giving back and then we're also under a hundred dollars so they retail for 65 dollars which is such a good price point I mean, it's good for college students, it's good for nomad folks, and it's good, it's good for professional folks, too. I think you really did a good job of finding the sweet spot there. Yeah, and I love the giving back aspect. I feel like that's why I would spend $65 on a backpack. Like, to me, I've always been real cheap with my backpacks, but knowing that I'm mean, like helping feed families just sets you apart from a lot of the other backpacks that I've seen. Um, I know that you said that you guys are fairly new in this game. Uh, what are some mistakes that you have made in your business? Um, so 
<laughs> we first of all thank you for all the kind words you guys <laughs> uh, and um, yeah so we went into this neither of us have any experience in anything <laughs> that has to do with selling buybacks or making a product so we didn't have any like product design experience we don't have any like marketing experience so we went into this kind of like we just jumped in with both feet and we're like whatever it's gonna be fine let's just do it so we did have a lot of things that we had to learn along the way and that at the moment felt like huge like problems and mistakes that we had to overcome uh, for example like when we first um, started like the company and were placing our first large order of backpacks, uh, we sat down with like a pencil and paper and just sketched up like a design. And then we got samples made and we had to, you know, see if they were good or not. And so we used Alibaba, a website that connects you with like factories. Um, and so eventually we found a factory that had all the standards that we wanted our backpacks to be made with and um you know work conditions and high quality backpacks and then uh <laughs> so we were like okay let's go for it we're just gonna order the uh, we started with ordering like i think it was 750 backpacks and we placed the order and then we were like wait a minute that's like a ton of boxes do they just show up on like our doorstep or like how does this work we had no idea we, we're like we're it's like online shopping just like place an order <laughs> so apparently you need like a freight forwarding agent it's gonna come to a port somewhere in the u.s and it's like this whole thing so we just started googling like how do you accept an order from china and it was like a huge process so that was kind of like that's how it's been for us. Like, and we love saying yes to things. So we always say yes, no matter what. And then we kind of figure things out as we go. <laughs> so I love that. That's cute. <laughs> I'm interrupting you, Caitlin. I'm sorry. I'm curious <laughs> too. I'm a huge Shark Tank watcher. And you'll see companies go on Shark Tank with like dozens of product SKUs. And for the listeners, if you haven't checked out their shop, they sell three things a backpack, a tote, and a beanie. That's it. <laughs> and you're doing all these amazing things. You've given back over 100,000 meals. What made you guys decide to keep it simple? And do you think that keeping it simple has been part of like your meteoric success? Yeah, so we really had the one backpack design, which is a, like our main product. And that's like what we're you know, trying to spread and that's what we're trying to get into stores and all that stuff. So I think that starting with one like item, the people can start like recognizing and the people can start, you know, connecting with your brand. Uh, it's a good way to do it because it, you know, it doesn't get lost in like a crowd of a bunch of products. It's like, oh, that's the backpack. That's it. That's them. You know, uh, we are going to be getting a smaller design and a larger design uh, at the end of the summer which we feel we've worked on for a long time because we don't want to you know put something out there that we're not 100% happy with so we're kind of focusing on products that we can really be proud of and we're not into like fast fashion and that also goes together with the fact that we have like a lifetime guarantee. So if something happens to your backpack, we're going to, if you want us to, we're going to try to fix it. 
if not, we're going to replace it. So we really want to make stuff that's like, you can have it forever. <laughs> Which I love. I, so I, gosh, four years ago now, bought an away suitcase. Mm. Um, and they, they have that same guarantee. It's like lifetime guarantee. And when I bought it, I didn't see that as a selling feature. Um, but in hindsight, I've had the same suitcase for four years. It's traveled yeah. damn near a million miles. And I say same suitcase, but actually I'm on my third one. But I haven't paid to buy like three suitcases. I paid to buy one suitcase. Like yeah, that, that's so much. valuable. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't have to like spend your money over and over again on like the same product, you know? Yeah. So if you think back to when you were first side hustling and you were juggling your nanny job and Kelly was juggling his work, um, you said, which is so true, it's not really a side hustle. It's a 24-7 thing. Um, what like boundaries did you set for yourself once you went full time so that you didn't just continue working 24 seven? Um, it's really hard actually <laughs> to set boundaries, especially when you're working with your spouse, because if I have like this idea at 2am, he's like right there. I can just tell him. So it's hard to like not talk about it. Um, we do try to sometimes <laughs> not talk about it. Um, I think that good boundaries to have is that we really value family time. Um, so whenever we're with my family or his family, we make it, you know, about spending time in the moment. Um, but we're so excited about the company and we're so, you know, like it's our biggest passion and hobby so it's hard because we don't mind talking about it if that's all we talk about so be it we enjoy it so oh well <laughs> yeah that's kind of what I was gonna ask like along the boundaries is like because you guys are a couple and you're probably most of the time always together is there a way that you guys um kind of separate throughout the day to get work done like you focus on something and he focuses on something like how have you guys figured out that um, and not getting annoyed with each other all the time because you're literally 100% of the time working together? <laughs> yeah, so the not getting annoyed at each other is the hard part. <laughs> you know, it's like every, every like five minutes, there's a new decision we have to make and we're not always agreeing, which means we have to try to convince the other person that our way is better. <laughs> so it's really, that's a hard part, but we always in the end just see it as like, we're a team. So whatever is best for the team is what we're going to do. And we both want the best. We both know that the other person also wants the best for the company. So we know that we have good <laughs> intentions and we do have different, one thing that is really good for us uh, is that we have very different like personalities and also very different like things that we're good at and bad at. So we, we complement each other. Um, the things that Kelly does really well, I like have no clue how to do. So we kind of have like different tasks, although we're both equal parts of working and all that. <laughs> so you've been a lot of places. 
Um, <laughs> where's your favorite place? Why do you like it? And if a listener wanted to go visit, what should they see? Um, uh, always like what I always say is that my favorite place is always the place I'm in. <laughs> like if I go, <laughs> so visit, true, so, yeah, I know. Right. Cause you're like so excited to be there. But, um, one place that really stuck out to me was this uh, tiny village in Switzerland called Murren. Um, it's like up on the mountainside and you have to get there by gondola. So they're like, it's like a no car town and it's like so cute. And there are people that have like their little uh, farms and you can walk into like their barns and do their houses and you like get cheese and milk fresh out of the fridge. And then you just leave money there for them. It's crazy. It's like That's the honor so system. Cool. I know. It's awesome. So I would recommend going there if you want to go to like a Swiss mountain town, which I think a lot of people <laughs> do want to. It's, um, you just get there by train. It's really not that complicated. And then there are like great hotels and stuff that you can stay at that aren't too expensive. So it's awesome. <laughs> I think I know where our side hustle gal uh vacation is coming uh do you think i know where we're going no just <laughs> no that sounds so cool that sounds amazing um i guess talking about eating weirdly enough um if you could have dinner with anybody in the world or past or whatever um who would you have dinner with and why wow that is a hard question. Let me think. I've thought about this a lot because I feel like this question is like a question that people get. And when you hear other people's answers, you're always like, what would I answer? And then I'm like, oh, I don't know. Uh, I think anyone that is like a role model for me um, let me think. Um, Barbara from Shark Tank. <laughs> I yes. just read her book oh recently, yes. and she seems so like she seems so like feisty, but at the same time like kind-hearted. <laughs> I would love to have dinner with her and just pick her brain and hear everything that she has to say. <laughs> That's such a good answer. <laughs> I was telling someone the other day, like the shark tank principle of like giving a shark enough equity that they want to pick up the phone. And I yeah. feel like every time she structures a deal, she's asking for enough equity where she's going to be a really strong partner. And I feel like sometimes the other sharks will take like single digit equity and then it's like, uh, am I really going to pick up the phone when I own less than 10% stake in this company? That's yeah. That's answer, Barbara. That would be cool. Who would you guys answer? Do you have an answer for it? Well, <laughs> I used to say, um, I used to say I would choose someone um, who like has been in that state of hustle and has felt the burnout. Um, mm -hmm. So like, Gary Vee for a super <laughs> cliche answer, but like Danielle Laporte, Marie Forleo, someone who we all look at and we're like, shoot, they're so far ahead of us, but really they're like 20 years deep into the hustle yeah. and we don't realize that there's so many years ahead of us. Um, yeah. But I, I actually think would choose Mark Cuban if we're going to talk Shark Tank. People. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely choose Oprah. Like I know, like, 
she is just a boss ass bitch and <laughs> like she's amazing so that's who i would choose it's true you could learn so much from her i feel like <laughs> yes definitely yeah. So wrapping up the episode, tell us where we should follow you on Instagram, where you're going next, and where we can find your backpacks. Yeah. So on Instagram, it's at Adventurous Backpacks. Uh, and f- what's next for us is other than the new designs that are coming, uh, we're actually going to start selling in Urban Outfitters starting July. So that's <laughs> thank you. That was uh, awesome for us when we got the word of that. Uh, and then we're gonna have some new colors as well uh, on our classic backpacks. So this summer is gonna be very exciting. A lot of stuff happening. <laughs> oh, and then uh, if you want to check out the backpacks, uh, just go to adventurousbackpacks.com. And we'll be linking that in the show notes. Yes. Amazing. And since this podcast episode will be going live this summer, um, check the show notes and we might even have the Urban Outfitters listing linked for you. So you can check that out too. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I feel like I learned so much. (laughs) This was awesome. Thank you both so much for having me. Thank you.